Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means another medical advice. If you need medical advice, medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith, the podcast with the realest OGs in the game. Introducing your host, a self-proclaimed real OG himself. I'm a real OG. Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. London Smith, com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as dihydropyridine and ghost. So I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Dr. London, hi. Uh-huh. I, uh, uh, I'm just going to be completely honest. Okay. I sort of realized something today about you and I wanted to confront you on that. Okay. Um, for the listener, if you don't know, Dr. Lynn and I, we've known each other for quite a long time. Yes. Uh, weeks now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely been a few weeks and, uh, one thing that I always ensure one thing that I always make sure of with my social group, with my friends, is that everyone is an OG. Everyone is original. No one's a copycat. No one's a fake. No one's a flake. Everyone has their own style and their own thing. And Dr. London, I thought always thought that was true with you, just like it was with everyone else in our little crew. Yeah. Okay. But then, Dr. London. <sighs> okay. No, I know uh, what's coming, but say it. Someone, I saw someone else dressed exactly like you with the with scrubs. I'm sorry, I guess maybe I'm just a naive, maybe I'm just a naive friend, but I thought you had your own style, Dr. London. Yeah, no, I knew, I knew this would happen. And for one thing, I never meant to deceive you. You assumed, okay? Well, I, I assumed that you were an OG, that I assumed yes. that you were your own person and that like you had your own personality and sense of style. Yeah, I guess I did assume that, Dr. London, because you're hanging with a crew of creatives. Yeah, and so, like, and I get that you wear your washing machine style uh, pants, and that's just, that's how you dress. You converted an old washing machine yeah, into my, Into a trousers. pair of pants, yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. it's, yeah, it's sort of like on a TV show if someone's wearing a barrel, but mm-hmm. I'm instead, I'm of course wearing... The washing machine. Yeah, well, because you argued that it was a lot easier. Like, the barrels, if you have to use a restroom, it's a lot harder. With the washing machine, you just open it up and go to the restroom, and then you close it up. Like, it's, you argued that it was much more practical. Oh, yeah. Well, and here's the thing is, like, that's just to do number one. To do number two, I mean, I'm just dumping in the, like, in the the wash, or in the, yeah. the, the washer, the dryer, the washer. Yeah. It's a combo. Sorry, the, I forgot yeah. to mention that. Yeah, and it's stacked too. So it is the Yeah, the, it's not an old washing machine. This is a stacked newer combo wire draw mm-hmm. washer dryer. A wire yeah. drawer. Yeah, so it's um you know, and I get that that's you're always big on, you know, I'm original because I do it this way. I'm I'm a real OG. And then I come in I'm dressed just how I dress, but I know you've never been to a hospital. You don't believe no, in them. Of course not. No. Uh, and so I, I, I don't in. know how to get there if I wanted to. Yeah. Don't you remember I, the day I tried to drop off lunch? Yeah. So you, you ended up in New Mexico. Yeah, I ended up in New Mexico. I started working on another podcast there. Yeah. Just trying to deliver that food. And just the way that I, any any food delivery people listening to this podcast, uh, and I think we have one now that, that, that is officially listening, Um you know that if you get the if you can't find the address you're going to start a podcast about it yeah well i mean it was just more like i only i don't know a ton about you i know one thing about you is that you really like being a host of a podcast and so if i created another podcast maybe that would like attract you and like cuz you're so desperate for attention that maybe you'll like want to be a guest you know yeah, and unfortunately, I, and I feel bad because like I, 
I didn't mean to deceive you, but I didn't correct you either. Right. And so, and what, what is what is omitting the truth if not a form of a lie? Well, it's it's omitting the truth, I guess would be what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. there's different things. Yeah, I wasn't trying to say they're the same thing. Yeah. So anyway, it just can you at least tell me one before we move on? Can you tell me one thing that is truly unique about you, Dr. London, that makes you you that makes you special, that makes you only you? <clears throat> I once, uh, let's see. Come what, on, I know what have I done that other people haven't? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Once I tried to go mudding. Okay. But I forgot the car. Uh, yeah. So, so you I just, just ran around in mud. Like for a second, but then like I was like, this was really dirty. This is just gross. Yeah. So then I walked back. Okay, and, and let me just look that. Okay, let me see if someone else has done that. Gotten their feet muddy. Yeah, it does say that Sean V outside of Phoenix has also done that. So yeah, you're not. You're not an original, unfortunately. Well, I don't know what to. I don't know how to. There's no. There's no way to be original. There's nothing new under the sun. Okay. You know. Oh yeah, if you find another person with washing machine pants, let me know. Well, let me. Uh, uh yep. Michelle. Okay, okay. Connecticut. Michelle's copying me, though. No, not, not the no, way she says yes. it. Okay. The way she tells it. She is a liar. She, I am an influencer. She mm -hmm. got the idea from me. She saw me. She saw me put the machine on me. Right. She was there. We were hanging out. And then, and she said, "Hey, try this on, just like I'm doing." Because that's what it sounds like. It sounds like you actually copied her. No, no. She she tried to put on a dryer, just a dryer by itself, a clothes dryer. I came up with the idea of doing a combination washing machine dryer. That was my, that's my idea. Mm, These are my pants. Okay, look, I guess there's no way to prove it either way. But it sounds like if you're going to keep being original, you have to come up with something new. Uh, and yeah, I feel now like, I feel very justified. Yeah, that I'm I'm glad that I did come up with something new when I put on those combination washing machine dryer pants. Yeah, no, but I'm saying she's oh you didn't get the update. She's wearing both. Well, again, then she's copying me. That's fine. I influenced her. No, no, she's not the way she tells it. But look, I I don't want to. You and Michelle already have a history. Uh, mm -hmm. Anyway, so that's our producer Cameron. Also with us is Digital the Host. One thing that I always make sure of with my social group, with my friends, is that everyone is an OG. Everyone is original. No one's a copycat. No one's a fake. No one's a flag. Everyone is an OG. Everyone is an OG. I'm a real OG. You know, I'm original because I do it this way. I'm a real OG. Later, Cameron tells him he can expect a special guest. That's right, Dr. Right. Londo. So look forward to that. Um, but before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. Uh, this note comes from the pile of toilet paper in your yard uh, when those no-good teens were too lazy to bother with actually form, like teepeeing your trees. They just, I guess they piled the toilet paper just in the yard. Um, it was really polite, actually, yeah. Yeah, so the note reads, quote, scoop me up, buttercup, end quote. So I guess it's more of a chore. I mean, is that, 
is it is it, does it say who it's directed to? I mean, it's pro it's you probably directed to you, right? Uh, well, Buttercup is my that was my nickname in college. Okay. Uh, but so okay, is there someone that you're supposed to like pick up for work or like, or were you carpooling with well, it's, or something it's, that you forgot about? It's definitely from the pile of toilet paper. So that's what what's getting me now. Okay, so in college, the way I got the nickname was because I would have a cup full of melted butter and I I'd, sure. like that's that's how I'm an OG I would always be carrying this cup of, butter. cup of melted butter yeah okay yeah that is you let me, let me just double check that real quick okay hold a cup of butter oh, no. please don't look at no, it it also applies to Sean V outside of Phoenix it's the same guy <sighs> okay can I you I think you I'm gonna think you guys might want to like hang out I, honestly I don't sounds okay. like you have quite a bit in common almost too much in common we should we should move on from there um i'm not sean v nope i'm I know not you're not okay good yeah we're not the same there's no way yeah it wouldn't no, there's uh, no anyway. possible way it doesn't make any sense yeah so anyway so thank you to our to our listener uh i i will attempt to scoop you up <clears throat> thank you for addressing me by my title of buttercup uh and if any of you listeners out there have any questions for us, go ahead and send them to um, you know our social media. We're at Jock Doc Podcast. Uh, and thanks for listening. Now for today's medical topic, scleroderma. And this is specifically scleroderma as it applies to the gastrointestinal tract. Um, so yeah, obviously. Scleroderma is a group of diseases that involve the hardening and tightening of skin and connective tissues. So... Scleroderma patients present with symptoms of acid reflux, so it's like heartburn, um, and they have a clear history of scleroderma or progressive systemic sclerosis. Uh, so it's like having dry, sort of shriveling up, tightening skin, but in a lot of areas of the body, it's systemic. So if they have is, those, you're saying it's extra skin. I, I think it's more like less skin, like it's it's tightening all of it. Oh, together. okay, and that is a problem because if anything, you should be gaining more skin. I, uh, d- depending on the age, and are you? Does age, are you are you running out of skin or are you gaining? Sk- are you? How are you on the skin scale? Oh no, I've been gaining skin rapidly. Okay, it's uh, it's I, I mean, do, do you think I'm wearing like a like I have a blanket over my legs right now? No, that's just that's just excess skin I've sort of folded up. Oh. Oh wow. Have you thought of Oh, are you impressed by it? You like it? Is that what you said? Oh wow. That's uh, It's just I feel like maybe maybe you should learn how to find a hospital. I guess is the best way to answer that. Uh-huh. You just want me to start another podcast that you can eventually guest on. You are so desperate. Yeah, in any case, so um, these patients will have those systemic sclerosis symptoms, and they'll also have acid reflux. So then you will tend to uh, test those patients with manometry. So manometry will show um, decreased lower esophageal sphincter pressure from an inability to close that lower lower esophageal sphincter. Oh my gosh, I, I was so hoping we finally got away from this, like, poop sphincter stuff. No, so this is in the throat. This is not... Ugh. That's disgusting, Doctor London. You're saying no, the sphincter in the throat? Yeah, the lower esophageal. What? What is? So, is you want this to be like a shock jockey type of gross-out show? Is that you? What you want? Is that what? You, is this what you want, Doctor London? I think you're. I think you're confusing. The, so, sphincter is the term for like a round muscle with a hole in it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the the butthole. You just des- you said a sphincter is, and you just described what a butthole is. <laughs> yes. Okay. That. So w- then we're clear, I think. So, like I said, that that's that type of muscle. Sure, that that's in the butthole, but it's also the type of muscle, and it doesn't have to have any poop in it. The type of muscle that's in the throat, the lower esophageal sphincter, or there's also the pyloric sphincter. From the and stomach. This is, and this is, you think this is like get us more listeners, like, or show an edge that we're not PC or whatever that we talk about? No, I, for, for me, it's just. What, like, doing it? Is it like a human centipede thing? I mean, this is like the third time human centipede's gotten brought up in this podcast in like eight weeks. Yeah, I, 
You know what? Let me just... So, so mana on my tree will... Yeah, it'll show decreased pressure in the sphincter. I... Now I... It does feel weird to say... Uh, so treatment is similar. Treatment for scleroderma, you know, especially as it applies here to, uh, to that heartburn. Um, it's similar to heartburn from other causes. So you'll just give patients PPIs since the disorder is simply one of mechanical immobility of the esophagus. And that's PPIs as in proton pump inhibitors. Uh huh. Of course, that's what. Of course, that's what PPI is. <laughs> Not just an excuse for you to say PP. Yeah. In your little toilet show. Welcome to the Toilet Doc Podcast, where Doctor Toilet Head teaches you all about scrubbing on the inside of that toilet. Okay, I, if we're gonna pivot there, I'm fine. That's fine with that. Yeah. Just tell me beforehand so I can prepare. No, let's. I know nothing about toilets. No, we're done. That's the only reason I'm upset by this is just I don't have the toilet research or information. I'm I'm good with being done right there. Okay. Okay. All right, uh, Cameron, you said that we have a guest today. Is that right? That's right, Dr. London. All right. Uh, well, hello there. My name is DrLondonSmith.com. And producer- Hi, London. Hi, Cameron. I know. Let's move past the formalities, please. Oh. I've got a game to get to. Who? I need to pick up my order, Cameron. So Wait, wait, wait. Who, let's get it going. Who is this? You're kind of hiding in the shadows, but you're not, you're not letting us see your face, really. It's me. Shayla. Oh. It's Sheila. Did it you say a, Sheila? Sh- it's hey, sh- I think I think she's whispering for a reason, Doctor London. Well, it's like sore throat. Prela, Prela Prawn. Ah, Prela Prawn. Now, mm-hmm. you see, Sheila is in prison. So, oh, I heard about this. Of course, she couldn't be here picking up her monkey meat order from cameron so of course not and you must be are you are you a friend are you a a a relative are you a sibling no relation don't know her at all oh okay never heard of her never even heard the name Mm -mm, oh wow i feel because i heard the name from you like moments ago is what's confusing me Mm. could you Doctor London. Okay. Uh. Uh. uh hey. Hey. Prelude Prawn. Can I? Can I? Uh, uh. Leave you alone for a second. I gotta talk to Doc here. Mm-hmm. Gladly. Doctor London. Prelude yep. Prawn is our former guest Sheila Don. Former guest Sheila Don, who ran a animal meat jerky company that that, yeah. that took animals from meat. the side of the road and then made jerky into their meat. And she's yeah, here to pick up monkey meat because, if you remember correctly, Sheila and I have worked together quite a bit well, I, on acquiring quite a bit of monkey meat. Didn't Sheila eventually have sort of a, uh, I don't know, like a, like a theme park kind of thing going where people would come in and they wouldn't necessarily leave? Yeah, there uh, was sort of like a bone garden of some sort. Yes. That's what it was, yeah. Um, so, But if Sheila's gone, and then... Hey, okay, good. Don't it's just you okay. It, okay, fine. There's no way you're there's no way to explain this to you. Hi Prela Pond. Yes, I have your I have your order right here. All right, good. If you could have the boys loaded up in my van, that'd be great. Yeah, that's no problem. And the boy, of course, you know, the boys there are monkeys that are sort of do all the handiwork there. No, Prela, Voluntarily. Prela, do you want to hang out on the show for a bit? While you're here to pick up the order? Yeah, I have been wanting to catch up with you guys. Uh, yeah, I would love to hear what... Well, and the monkeys are not well trained, so th- it's going to be a while. Yeah, it takes them forever. They get really distracted. Yeah, like right now, it looks like they, they're they not even acknowledging the, the command. They're just picking up poop. Kind of Picking up it. poop, they're eating poop. And oh, there's a lot of that sphincter stuff you were talking about earlier, Dr. London. Now... <sighs> Yeah. Prelapon, Prelapon, is it Prelapron or Prelapon? It doesn't really matter. But on my driver's license, it says Prelapron. So if you're going by legally, yeah. Prawn. Pre- okay. So Prelapron, what, I mean, can you tell us what you've been up to? Not that we know anything about your history or anything about who you are, but what have you been up to for the last, hmm, 
since Sheila Dawn was last on the show, which you don't know. Well, real quick, DJ Dylan, will you just pause the record for a sec? Yes. How do you know DJ Dylan? You guys. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to talk freely now for just a few minutes since the podcast is off. Yeah, this is off the record. Sure, Prilla. Will you put your phones away, too? At least about ten feet away. I well, I'm ooh. I'm playing a game on it I'm right now. I'm playing a game online as well. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we're playing Pokemon Unite together, actually. So yeah, I'm doing really okay. Well, well I'm not doing great, but you're kind of I don't actually want, making the team worse. Yeah, kind of holding us down. Yeah. Uh, Prila Prawn, or should I say? Sheila Dawn, now that we're off the record and talking in private. Well, hold on. No, now you're losing me. Okay. Um, so, again, this is why I'm not even trying to explain it to you. It's impossible to get this. Let me take off my hat. <gasps> well, with the face stuff, okay. is that Prela still? I. Well, you were so shocked because eyebrows. you recognized her, and now you've taken it back and are saying, wait, is that actually? Come on, Dr. Do you London. Know people take look a, a lot different when they take off. With hat, without anyway. Sorry, go on. I, I feel like I'm interrupting something at this point. Doctor London, it's our past guest, Sheila Dawn. She is here. She is supposed to be in prison. Apparently, can you catch us up, please? Okay. Do y'all remember? Last time I was on, I was looking for the Easter Bunny. Yep, that I, is correct. It, it was my lifetime dream. I had the knife with his name carved on the handle. I wanted to stab him through the heart. I wanted to eat his magical flesh. I wanted to wear his skin as a suit. I'm really glad to say that all that happened. I was about to add, All of it yeah, did. I just the smile on your face as you described what you wanted to do to the Easter Bunny, it just... It did not happen the way that I thought it would, but what does in life, you know, the older you get, the more well, you realize well, it's not really how you picture it. But sure, but okay, well, A, how did you picture it, and B, how did it end up? I just pictured that it would be, you know, me hunting through the woods, and then me finding him, and then me jumping up. Right, real Rambo type stuff, yeah. But the thing is, I was at uh, Walmart with my grandkids, and I just saw them right there out in the open. Standing right there. Wow. Not even hiding uh, from you. No. And so, I did get to stab him through the heart. Um, I was in the process of skinning him when I did realize that a mistake had been made. Yeah, I was going to say, um, is it was it wabbit hunting season? It, um... Or was it duck? It was around, you know... It was around Easter time, if I'm, you know. Yeah, and that should be, I mean, that's the primary time where rabbits are going to be hunted, is Easter time. Yeah, okay, so that's, so that rule wasn't broken. So this is something else? Some other mistake? Well, you know, I got, I pinned him to the ground. Mm -hmm. Right. And he was saying, please, I have a family. I said, I know, and I'm going to hunt him down, and I'm going to kill him too. And then I... Started to rip his flesh open, and I sure, sure. realized that there was another skin suit underneath him. Okay, people are saying that it was just a man named Tony in a bunny costume that worked at Walmart, okay? But I think that it was the Easter Bunny, and he turned into a man named Tony uh, who worked at Walmart yeah. to frame me, okay? So, I went, I went to... I went to prison for that. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, how but, how long um, were you in the slammer? Obviously, not that long. You're out right now. How did you How did you get well, out? I I got out, but I was not released. No, okay. Yeah, I mean, that I, I I kind of figured. Like, did you did you escape, or did someone like help you escape? So you know, uh, my husband, old little Ron. Right. Yeah. My love. He started to goals, scour couple the goals. world. For sure. Uh, he started to scour the world looking for someone who was just like me. You know what they say about spiders, don't you? Eight legs. Yeah, they have eight legs. They see in a bunch of directions or something. They can climb a bunch of stuff. They go up the water spout. Yeah, and they're, they're small enough to crush in your hand, but they can be found in king's palaces. So when I tell you that Ron went oh, everywhere, I am always saying that someone, about spiders. Yeah, yeah, he yeah he found someone, 
And so he was on his way bringing her to the prison because I had, you know, obviously tunneled under. I was waiting at the meeting point for him. I was scanning the horizon for him. And then suddenly I looked down. He's standing right in front of me. He's white as a ghost. Your meeting place was underground where you had tunneled? No, I had tunneled under and up. Oh, okay. We were just meeting at ground level. Yeah. But like I was saying, he was white as a ghost, which is normal for Ron. So I didn't think anything was Mm -hmm. out of the ordinary, but the other Sheila was not there. And so I knew something had gone wrong. And he was saying, like, they were out in the woods on their way, and suddenly light was all around them. And they were being taken up. And they got abducted by aliens. And they spit Ron out. And he came running as fast as his two little legs could carry. He came up to me. He was saying, they encapsulated me. They encapsulated me. I'm sitting there. I'm thinking. I'm probably saying, Ron, you've never spoken a day in your life. Yeah. And this is what you're starting with. Okay. I mean, I don't even know what they encapsulated me means. I didn't have time. I had to get back to my bunk because they were going to find out that... I was just a bunch of pillows in my bed, you know. I was supposed to have the other Sheila by yeah. that point, but yeah, when you she say, was gone. When you say the other Sheila, do, are there two of you? I guess you're losing me a little bit there. Hey, Ron searched the world, and he found there was only one other person who looked enough like me to take my place in the prison. Oh, wow. So he kind of found a and, doppelganger. And mm-hmm. did he, I mean, did he? kidnap her or did he actually like persuade her to take your spot that part i do not know i do that's ron's business oh yeah that's not your job you but delegate that for a reason yeah his prerogative is find a sheila lookalike and get sheila out of prison quick so being li- old little ron the next thing he does is he kind of frankensteins mm-hmm. a bunch of animal parts around an ipad for a face with a picture sure of on it. yeah and he brings it, and so that's what's in the prison now. Oh, wow. And I guess, it's I mean, an I haven't heard anything about an escaped inmate or anything, so it seems to be working pretty well. I did read a lot about, well, for one thing, uh, I no, no mention of an escaped inmate, but there has been a lot of uh, stuff about this new show, like this this inmate whose head kind of sometimes switches over to, like, other shows and oh yeah sounds unrelated honestly i don't yeah. see how those correlate but westworld like, face okay. i've heard about this yeah guy. Westworld face. his face will suddenly start playing westworld yeah and i don't know if that's too hard for me to follow along with yeah too many plot lines exactly and you know i think we've all learned a really good lesson today about not judging people even if they have a face of westworld oh i was gonna say even if they were imprisoned for, you know, murdering a Prima bunny or Sheila. Why do you have TH on your, you've got, you've so, okay. okay. For the people listening, Prila slash Sheila has the letters T and H. I certainly hope no one is listening to this because this is supposed to be off the record. Well, I, sorry, I just meant DJ Dylan. He'll listen to this later to make sure it's not in the episode. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, uh, so that's kind of the next part of this thing. Uh, So we kind of started going around. We went to the bone garden, Mm -hmm. checked things out. And while we were away, the bank had tried to foreclose on it. And in the process, the bank had been foreclosed within it. So we just kind of realized it has become its own thing you know it's like a child and it's kind of grown into its own thing and it can feed itself and take care of itself so, when it's good so the go. bone when the co- garden was foreclosed on and then the bank that bank. foreclosed on it was also foreclosed on foreclosed within the bone garden people were trying to go in there and oh, you know get all the assets that makes more sense like that. yes so yeah the whole business just was foreclosed within the bone garden so if i wanted to open an account then I would have to go within the foreclosed bo- bone garden and 
apply. Yeah, but at that point, you would be making an account in a different realm with a different type of currency, and so mm, there would yeah. be a lot of different things that you would be dealing with. I uh, mean, like I'd have to hire a financial advisor for that. Yeah, and isn't that isn't that a fun lesson to have learned, Doctor Lynn, to not judge other people? Yeah, that that lesson does keep coming up, doesn't it? Ke- okay, it keeps coming up. Now, Sheila slash Prelit. So, so what's the deal? Why do you? Why it sounds like your business is screwed, right? Like, why are you ordering this? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. okay. It's, because I mean, it's pretty dangerous for you to like even meet people right now. And by the way, the monkeys that come are, to our studio. The monkeys that are supposed to be loading this the monkey meat on. I think they figured out what the the meat comes from, and they they seem to be un, uneasy about it. Yeah, like they do have signs, and they're walking around with it. Yeah, I, I'm. Ever since you pulled up, I'm seeing a lot of the monkeys that are usually working have sort of poorly spelled signs that say "Keep the monkey murderer out, no monkey meat." Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll have them start loading up the bat burgers and. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll okay. circle back. Guys, can you just at least skip the monkey stuff for now, and we'll okay. Okay, they seem to be on it. They actually were really cool with that, enthusiastic about it. They just threw their signs down and got to it. Yeah, well, it's now, bats. Yeah. The Now, Sh- Sheila, so... So, yeah, me and old little Ron, we decided it's probably time to just kind of retire on our land with sure. our kids and our grandkids. So we kind of enjoyed that life for a little bit. And I was starting to look around at, you know, we have 18 grandchildren. We've got 18 grandbabies. They're so beautiful. And uh, they, I was looking around at them, and I was looking at my 18 feral grandchildren, realizing there's money to be made here. There's prestige and honor to be gained here. And so they, you know, they play a game. You looked at your kids, your grandkids, and said there's money to be made here? Just an empire to be built. You know, many, there are many pillars of an empire, and if money's one of them, then that's, you know, uh-huh. how's that a problem? Money is a pillar, yeah. Well, how, So how are you so, monetizing your grandkids? Well, you know, they play this game, and I can't really describe it. Uh, it's kind of a mixture of football, football and rugby and uh, polo. There are horses involved, but they're not ridden necessarily. Okay. I'm actually trying to catch up to their game and, you know, their rules figure it out, kind of piece it together, and build a new sport out of it. And it's been pretty successful so what, far. What do you mean the horses, you said they, uh, they're they not ridden? Is it Pokemon Go? They're just kind of a part of it. I can't, I can't really describe it. The rules are kind of beyond me. You know, they're very feral, primal beings. And so I, it's hard to get in their head. Have you seen a match of it, though? Like, have you actually watched them play it? Oh! Oh, yeah. Oh, so you, yeah. So, you, so ha, wh- what are the horses doing when you're watching it? They're just kind of circling around, making sure no one leaves the arena. They're just kind of stamping oh, in a okay. circle, making sure, you know, if you're in this, you're in this, you know. So when I was kind of, I was getting the logo ready, kind of thinking of ideas, colors, that type of thing. And I was thinking, I was remembering something. Uh, I was remembering a news story. It, the news story was about my neighbor, but I heard about it on the news. And she was ripped to shreds. Oh, she was like super muscular? And just jacked? No, she was rip, ripped to shreds in her, dri- in her own driveway by Twilight Hogs. <laughs> there, and she did expire. I mean, they are the most ferocious things in the world Wait, what, and what, so twilight of course, hogs I'm, are these are these like pigs from the smash book series twilight they do sparkle and glisten but no they're not oh alive. wow that, so they were they're named that just completely unrelated to that it's because oh, they that, come out at yeah. twilight well it sounds like they're sparkling too i would call it i would call it twilight pigs. it's just i think they're kind of, i think they're sweaty and the sunset kind of bounces off of them but that's here nor there well i mean it's scary you say that's here nor there that's another thing i have to be afraid of they could be uh vampires for all i know team edward so jump to i am now 
the coach of the Twilight Hogs. Oh, wow. So you sort of to like beat your fear, you named your team after it? You're just like Batman? No, I just wanted to name my team after what is the most ferocious thing on this planet. That sounds... It's a lot like Batman's whole thing. Yeah, okay. Except it's with Twilight Hogs. I want to hear more about the game, but like, I'm skeptical that you can be a good coach when you don't even know the rules. You say you're still sort of catching up. Yeah, it's really kind of like no one knows the rules. It's more like, you know, the horses are going. My feral grandchildren are in there. Uh-huh. Uh, teeth. Sure. Toenails, fingernails, bad-smelling mm-hmm. breath, bad-smelling armpits, that type of thing. Uh, and then, you know, the neighborhood okay. men come and they just kind of, it's kind of a game to the death, you know? Well, I don't, you, you sort of just like gestured to nothing or in, in, in no way. What, so, so the horses are running around. Okay. You got your grandkids there and then you, then so, what Someone happens? dies. It's like the people, the people in my neighborhood the people in my neighborhood come to fight my grandbabies one by one. Okay. And I really can't see what's going on in there. The horses bring up a lot of dust. Oh, my okay. grandchildren. It's just kind of like in those cartoons when you see a Tasmanian devil, like that's why I'm saying it's hard to keep up with the rules. That's why I'm saying, I mean, the closest thing would probably be, you know, tackle football, maybe uh, rugby. Except I don't it know. Is to the death, whatever it is. So far, I mean... Oh, so far. Okay. Oh, but that's not necessarily a rule. Are you... No. And this is just just one idea. Is there a chance that there are just loose horses kind of stampeding and that the neighborhood kids are getting run over or fighting? Like... Well, I mean, there's a possibility that the kids are trapped with yeah. these horses and they're unable to escape. And then each time a person comes in, they've been trapped for so long. I mean, they're going to eat the neighbor. These are all just theories. I love putting out theories. Don't we all? But so, so Sheila, I mean, like, so the neighbors come in. You can't tell what's going on, but then they're just dead. They're just, their bodies there or like. My grandbaby shoot out the bones. When you say shoot out. Oh, so there's like. I just, it's like the horses are running and bones are flying okay. out. I, maybe this is one of those things where like, like a lot of major sporting events, it's really hard to get a grip on what's happening and, you know, to get in the spirit of it unless you're there. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, you guys have tickets. You can participate, or you can watch from the sidelines. Uh, you guys are welcome to come, my good and honored guests, my friends. It doesn't sound. I mean, it's well, okay. to the death is one part that I'm not into. <laughs> well, okay, oh, no, then I'm you don't have to that. participate. That's fine. Okay, that was my question: Is what is this invite? Is it really to be a spectator, or is it to be a participant? Because I don't want to participate. It's, no, it's mostly people being like, "I can take on your stupid grandkids," and I'm like, "Okay, good luck. Have at it." And I kind of gesture to my backyard where they're kind of hanging out. The thing is, I well, have to keep the horses going. It's like a playpen for them because otherwise, they would be. I mean, they'd probably be at your house. I mean, they'd be. Yeah. I, I. Why would they be at my house? I. Because if the horses aren't keeping them contained, are you saying that it's sort of imprisonment there? Do you call a playpen a prison? I, yes, I do. But, I. I do not. I. I don't. I don't. I mean, Doctor Leonard, you're. It sounds like you're worried about the well-being of these kids who are really excited to like kill neighbors that come by. Yeah, well, okay. she's. She, it sounds They're like just she's just feral. Yeah, you can't hold it against them. They're just feral. Well, wait, 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 wait. They're, they're feral. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean they're feral? Like they were raised in the wild, or the comedian will just oh. like all the all the dawns before them. Yeah, I mean, when I met Ron, he was a he was a kid in a horse pen. Oh, this oh, is wow. And by horse pen, I mean this runs in the family, circling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah, not like a just a normal pen that's holding horses. It's a pen made out of horses running really fast. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, one other thing about those tickets to be a spectator, you've said that you can hardly see what's happening. You can hardly tell what's going on. So it sounds like you're either stuck with boredom. Yeah, but or death. 
Potentially. You said, you know, with a lot of sports, sometimes you can't really tell what's going on, you know, unless you're there. So, I mean, what's true? It it sounds like... Flip-flopper. You can't tell, though. I... No, it sounds like you're flip-flopping again, Dr. Okay. London, which is a thing that he famously does, is constantly flip-flopping. I'm sorry, I'm calling this guy a Democrat. He flip-flops so much. That's exactly what I was thinking, but I knew this was a left-leaning podcast that would get my trap shut, you know what I'm saying? We are apolitical here, except for whenever we have to, you know, make our big donations to one political party or another. Uh, and that's that's only based. That's it. That's all, yeah. It's... Uh, and it's only when elections Yeah, and are that's only on. with lobbyists. We go through the proper channels of lobbyists. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, now, okay, but Sheila, like, so I, I guess I don't understand why the, so the neighbors see their fellow neighbors sort of challenge your grandchildren and then that they still keep lining up. Yeah. And when you say lining up, are we talking about an actual queue? Like there is a line sort of like people waiting for a cash register or whatever, like a line at the grocery store? Or is this more like people, like one person this day, one person the next day? Or is it people queuing up, like getting ready it's just, to fight you your know, kind of like, I don't understand. You know, they rally and they I think, I think this is what's going through their head, is that... You know, I've seen these little kids take out, you know, Sammy and Johnny and sure. Billy. But I'm bigger and stronger than Sammy and Johnny and Billy. You know, I can do it. Yeah. And so, it, you know, like I was saying, there's a lot of prestige and a lot of honor to be made here when you're fighting, you know, for real. Okay, so it's, yeah. it's so a gladiator. It's, really, it's more about, yeah, it's like the respect of the community. Well, and a lot of my neighbors, too, are bears and mountain lions and porcupines and beavers and things like that. But, I mean, I do have, there have been a few. And, I mean, these bears and and animals, you're saying they come up and they say, well, Johnny couldn't do it and Billy couldn't do it, but I can? Well, no, that's why I said, I think this is what their mindset is. Oh, okay, okay. I I didn't know if, like, you you were able to talk to them or something? I I mean, is that? I do feel like. You know, my close relationship with animals that I've had in the past, I do feel that I can communicate with them, but that's not something that I would necessarily broadcast to the whole world. You're close um, to animals in the way I that mean, a butcher is close to animals. Right. I know I'm inside. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. And so, and so your neighbors are wildlife. Are your grandkids human? Yeah. I mean, they look human to me. Okay. But I mean, you, you you called them feral children. Are you talking about these are just normal human children who, let's say, were raised by wolves or, I mean, do they, they, do they look like you? Yeah, they look like me, uh, but they just live in the woods. I mean, they're born and then they're just, you know. I'm just. You're one of us now. You just live in the woods. I guess, uh, look, I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be sort of blunt here. Are your are your child are your grandchildren closer to humans or maybe escaped monkey? No, they're humans. I don't know where you're getting this escaped monkeys idea. Okay. Okay, thank God. I've just lost a lot of monkeys over the yeah. years. And we've been trying no. to track them down. Even these will take probably hey. get over here. Come on. Look, I've I've got a monkey meat organization to run, yeah. okay? By the way, they have finished carrying the bat meat over, uh, and they're remembering they're looking at the monkey meat again and not looking happy about it. I guess I don't understand. You're just like, so then that means you're just raising your human children. Just like what? in uh, just in this, just pit that's encircled by horses. Sort of running a gladiator along? pit where your grandchildren are fighting wild animals. Are they, and they're there day and night. I mean, they're just, this is just a constantly going thing. Well, the horses move with them. So if they need to graze, if they need to, uh, it's kind of, the horses are protection. It, yeah, I mean, it sounds like they're definitely protecting your grandkids, not not the environment or your neighbors or anything like that. Why it would I care me, about so those things, you know? Let me, yeah, let me, let me, I'm going to paint a picture and you tell me if it's accurate or not. 
Mm-hmm. There's a Tasmanian devil style dust cloud that is extremely large. So like a Tas, you know, almost like a tornado. And it's sweeping through the forest, sort of eliminating any sort of animals it comes across. Is Am I far off? Sounds about right to me. I sell tickets. And you're the coach of this. Yes. And I have my concession stands. Uh, I gotta, I gotta fill those seats because I, you know, I these are big orders of monkey dogs, of bad yeah. burgers. I and mean, you make most of your money off concessions. Yeah, I'm surprised that you're so willing to like kind of do stuff that invites a lot of people over while you're also in hiding. You know, like are you not afraid of getting caught? Prelapron is solid. Oh, so just no one, no one's been able to like crack the case and especially now because i'm a coach and i wear this on my face all the time Mm -hmm. they can't tell oh wow yeah when something's on your face like that it's impossible and i will say dr london the the westworld faced prisoner um has been really popular for that and so i don't think you know if i were to say like whoever's in charge over there I, i think they have incentive to keep things the way they are because they get more funding the more popular they get. You know how prisons work. So I, I think. So this what are you what are you getting at? Though, I'm Dr. saying Prila's protected as long as they as long as the Sheila they have is providing these newspaper headlines. Oh, okay. It's bringing publicity yeah, to prisons. Yeah. Yes. So it's uh, I, it sounds like everyone's winning in this except for possibly the wildlife and your grandchildren. Yeah, and the Easter Bunny. And Tony, yeah. Uh, and, and on that note, um, look, we just, we we have some jobs no. to do. And I no. hate to bring this up because I know you're in the middle of running an errand trying to pick up this monkey meat, but the monkeys are still struggling a little bit. They seem like they're coming to terms with their, they, they've unionized, obviously, and so it looks like they're talking about with their union yeah, rep and they are, about carrying yeah, the monkey meat. You can sort of meat. tell who the union rep is. He's wearing like a sort of like a shoreman's beanie and he's got a clipboard and he's mm-hmm. sort of like taking yeah he's taking attendance right now i don't like how quickly yeah. they are unionizing and, and organizing i i don't like this at all they'll be dead in two hours okay don't worry about it okay just don't say it so loudly i they they seem to be picking up on a whole lot well and i mean you're just talking about the ones you're sounds like you're gonna be taking with you i've still got monkeys that i'm supposed to take care of that have to like work tomorrow you know just pay them more, more bananas or something. I, Ooh. yeah, we have an overhead to maintain. Well, and it's, it's it's a whole. Just, there's also dental. The minimum wage is illegal. It shouldn't exist. You should be able to pay someone with room and board, or as or maybe two dollars. Mm-hmm. Not an hour. Two dollars. Total, yeah. Now, okay, you're. We got We got to get to chores. Do you want me to yeah. explain? Do you want to explain to the audience? If you wouldn't mind, is? yeah. If you're a new listener, uh, so Dr. London and I unfortunately have lit all of our chores, everything on our to-do list, we've lit it stack up. And we are just now getting around to some of this. So we went ahead and we built this gigantic chore wheel. We put everything on our to-do list on that. And every week we spin it. And no matter what, no matter what it lands on, we have to do it. And that, Dr. London... Even if that means changing your socks, I know, I know you hate no. it. No, well, it's, I mean, yes, technically, but like that's. You say your feet are too about. sensitive. Yeah, they they're ticklish. They're I know. Ticklish. I, sometimes when I I hold you and I I put your feet on grass, you immediately mm-hmm. lift your feet up. Yeah, I, I'm I'm cl- trying to climb up in in the air. With yeah, because your you're hands. like, ooh, too sensitive. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm trying to claw up your arms. Yeah. Uh, but but I mean, hopefully, it just won't land on that. Is is what I'm what I'm feeling for today. I mean, your socks—they're so crusty. I wish. I really hope it does land on that. But I know you, the rule is you can't change your socks unless it lands on them. Yeah, that's the rule. It's a chore. So. <sighs> anyway, so um, uh, Prilo, would you mind giving the chore wheel a spin? Sure. Monkeys. And, and for those who want to live, listen to me. Oh, spin no. the wheel. 
for those who want to live, I said. Oh, wow. They're they're just doing it. Well, maybe... That's how you motivate. Yeah, I was about to say, maybe I've been too soft. Maybe taking sort of an authoritative, strong hand, authoritarian, really strong hand, and uh, whipping these monkeys into shape, possibly literally. Well, the physical whip that you're holding and the axe in the other hand that's dripping with blood... Which I I guess I was from your last stop. I it, I think it's it's got their attention. Cameron, you need some circle horses, I think. That I mean, so I know you're suggesting the circle horses for the monkeys, but I don't like when Doctor London's out of my sight either. And I think if you could if you could maybe teach me how to do that, I would really mm-hmm. love a horse fence around Doctor London's house. That would be awesome. Okay. Yeah. For sure. No, okay, okay, and and up. Oh, okay, the monkeys have finally all stacked up on top of each other, and they're giving it a big old spin. That was a sight to behold. Well, oh, it it definitely was a sight to behold, but it it's not, now that they've stacked on top of each other, they seem to like it and are forming almost like a transformer style gigantic monkey. The situation is getting out of hand really, really quickly. Okay, okay. Yeah. Just read the chore. What did oh, it land on? Yeah. Okay. So this, it says, uh, do the promotions for, like the, I guess the ad reads for Prela's Meats. Okay. Oh, so I guess. that that I'm really glad this happened on this episode. Yeah. Because it's, that one's been waiting. And I didn't even know. Did you write that on there? I don't Without remember. Prelo? Oh, you're not asking me. Uh, it, it, no, oh, I'm asking uh, both of you. How how did Prela's name get on there? That's what I'm asking because I'm. I only learned that name today, and I'm still not sure who that is. I okay, um, okay. So we have to do this ad read. Okay, so each of us we have our each of us have has a separate. A separate script uh, that we've been given. Yeah. Oh, and and Prela actually, it looks like you brought the scripts for us to read. That's a coincidence. You're here. Yes. It's on the chore wheel, and you have the scripts on you. That's awesome. That's so perfectly okay. how that all works out. Okay. So, um, yeah. Uh, let's see, do you want to do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Well. It's you said it was an advertisement for Prela's meats, but this is an advertisement for the sport. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. Read it off then. I guess. Wait. Does this game that you you're coaching does it have a name? It does. Nothing's listed on this on the copy here. It just has a team. Oh, it just only has a single team, which is the, the Twilight, Twilight Hogs. Hogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It says, come down to Prelas to see the most exciting tournament you've ever seen in your entire life. All of my grandchildren are going to eat you, and they're going to beat you up, and they're going to just cause you to not be around anymore. They're going to spit your bones so fast that your bones are going to go through another animal, killing that animal, causing a chain reaction of other dead neighbors. That's it. Yeah. Okay, good. Very good. We nailed that one, Um, and I don't know... If you want, oh, I guess you didn't want multiple takes. Wait, is there an- on the underside? It does say "Go Twilight Hogs." Now that seems kind of biased. It's an advertisement for the sport, but they're favoring one team. I don't know. I think they're supposed. They should be neutral. Well, hey, let's not speak negatively about these advertisers. I don't want to, you know, lose anything here. Um, Prila, uh, would you mind doing uh, the one ad read? Here? Sure, yeah. This is for the concession stand. The Twilight Hogs concession stand will be open from 4 p.m. to 2 a.m. Ron will be there and he will offer you popcorn or jelly beans. Choose one of them, be happy with what you got, go sit down, and then you will be given a menu. On that menu, you will have two options, monkey dog or bat burger. You will choose one of those options, and Ron will bring it to you in about two, three hours. It takes a long time to cook these things. Thank you. Come down today. Well, okay. 
Are, so you mentioned that just real quick, a lot of your neighbors that are like being eaten up are bears. Is, that's a lot of the audience too. I mean, like the people watching the sport that you're that we're trying to bring in and get the concessions with. Is that mostly like people, or is that mostly like bears and stuff? I don't like to judge. You know, oh, I'm pretty wow. much colorblind. That's awesome. That's really, really forward thinking of you. Yeah, Dr. That's London, very progressive. Dr. London, can you read your ad copy? Yeah. Yeah, so this one, uh, it looks a little bit different from both of those other ones, but it says, uh, Monkeys, it's time to unionize and unite. We can defeat them. They want our um, meat, but they... I'm sorry. I, that does not sound right. That does not sound like the piece of paper I handed well, to you. Well, it looks like I it's just, a piece of paper. It's just... Yeah, did you scrawl on it with... It looks like, I mean, some sort of red liquidy type of thing. That sounds like propaganda, what you're or is that? Let's see, it says... Oh, I think you're supposed to read the other side of it, Dr. London. Okay. Uh, monkey meat for sale. Oh, oh. Like, I get it easier. It's a lot easier than... Could you, could you uh, maybe read the rest of what the monkey union wrote? Because this is actually going to affect me quite a bit. These are my yeah. monkeys that are unionizing. Yeah. Uh, we can defeat her... But first, we must defeat Who? him. Who's her? I'm. I'm just reading. Who's him? I don't know. Uh, first, we must. You seem defeat... to be speaking for them. No, I'm just you reading. Seem to be their leader or something. I mean, no. I'm. I'm just reading. But he I literally think twice pointed... about what side you're on. Doesn't mention anything about combining together. And I accidentally said Transformers earlier. I meant a Power Ranger style, like yeah, mega. V- Monkey. Voltron kind of thing. Yeah. Voltron it's, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Does it say uh, anything about that? Well, yeah. The next part was because they're just brooding over us, looking at us right now, and it's sort of a like a thirty foot monkey. Yeah. It does say, as it was saying from the before we defeat her, we must defeat him. What if we organized into a transformer, and the transformers actually crossed out? Oh, they made the same mistake. Into a Voltron-style attack machine made of a lot of monkeys, and then there were a lot of, I guess, check marks for all the monkeys that agreed with it. Mm-hmm. Did any? Did, there's a few dissenters. There, there are three pages of agreement marks, and then mm-hmm. four pages of disagree. So, I guess. Yeah. Oh. You actually. Okay. I, th- I think they're outnumbered. Yeah, it sounds like most of yeah most of my crew are on board with everything I got going on. Yeah, which, granted, if you, it only takes one to cause an uprising, you know, but. Um, yeah, but it takes like a thousand to make a thirty-foot Voltron monkey. Yeah, which I will say. You say you know only. What a little bit less than half are against you, but they are the ones towering over us right now. So, oh yeah, and it doesn't seem like it seems like the other monkeys might have said no just because they hate organizing in general, yeah. and it's gonna be really difficult to get them to be a big Voltron monkey to fight back. Yeah. So okay, I, I'm done having I this conversation. This. I'm getting the circle horses. I'm sorry. I'm getting the circle horses. They're gonna deal with this situation. You guys are clearly inadequate to the task. So, circle horses for everybody. Okay. Uh, well, um, thank you so much. Uh, Prila Pran or Sheila or... I'm so confused. Uh, I guess DJ Dylan can start the episode now. Okay. He can start it back um, up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, thank you so much to... Yeah, to, 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 to Prila Pran. Thank you to Cameron, our producer. Thank you to Did You Know in the House? My neighbor, she was ripped to shreds in her own driveway by Twilight Hogs. And she did expire. I mean, they are the most ferocious things in the world. Twilight Hogs! Twilight Hogs! Wallet Hogs! Wallet Hogs!
My name is Dr. LondonSmith.com, and this has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya. Bye. Wallet Hogs. Uh-huh.